Welcome to the Sacred Ancestry Podcast, a show about discovering the true human potential. Let's dive deep into physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Thomas Worm. Who are you not being, and what are you not doing in life? Discover the person you know you could be at mountainmindtricks.com. What if you become the person you know you could be? What would happen if you only had positive thoughts and feelings about your future? What would happen if you didn't have negative emotions or limiting beliefs? Mountain Mind Tricks is specialized in eight-hour sessions that release anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, and anxiety forever. Get 30 years of therapy in eight hours. All you have to do is go to mountainmindtricks.com, click the discovery session button, schedule a time, and fill out the form. Go to mountainmindtricks.com. I discovered this new technology recently. Check out mountainmindtricks.com slash EMF protection. Essential Vibes has this resonant frequency wristband, which stops EMFs from stressing your body. Because that stress is removed, people are seeing dramatic improvements in pain management, strength, mental clarity, memory, sleep, and a bunch of other things. Go to mountainmindtricks.com slash EMF protection and check it out. You know, the first time I saw this, I totally thought it was a scam. You know, but then I put it on, and I was able to test my strength and balance and see that it improved significantly. Even my sleep has changed. I was so impressed with this, I had to add this to my business. So go to mountainmindtricks.com slash EMF protection. Hi, I'm so excited for my guest today, Donna Campbell. She works with mind whispering and frequencies and changing the subconscious thoughts to give her clients better law of attraction, better thoughts, better uh, things in life. And Donna, can you introduce yourself and tell us, you know, how did you get here? What are you working with on your clients? And um, like, tell us more about what you're doing. Hi, thank you. And thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. And as a mind whisperer, we've all heard of dog whispering and horse whispering, where they go in and help the animals with the different behavioral patterns and issues to have behavioral changes. And as a mind whisperer, I am doing the same thing, except I work with people on their mind thoughts, going back to the subconscious energy, the subconscious thoughts that are creating the patterns of behavior. We're only consciously aware of about 10% of what is in our life and in our paradigm. So we know 10% of the time what those thoughts, those feelings, and those emotions are that we're sending out to the world to bring back to us through the law of attraction, the things we're asking for, the things we're manifesting for. But the other 90% resides in the subconscious, and those are deeply hidden, and we don't always know what they are. And what I do is we start with your conscious thought to find the thought behind the thought behind the thought back to the originating thought. And then we understand what the feeling is behind that thought so we can encode it differently. And here's what I mean. We would have a pattern of behavior that started, it got stuck in like the energy of frustration. So every time you ask for something, that 90% of the energy field is sending out the signals to bring you back frustration. 
Well, in every moment, every possibility always exists. So I change that with you to change of a higher frequency than you need it. Maybe you needed to feel valued or loved or appreciated. And we watch that shift and change. And so we're giving that pattern of behavior a different feeling, a different fuel. And so what happens energetically in the body is there is a chemical change, a hormonal balance change. And then when that energy leaves your body, when you manifest and create, it's not from the point of frustration, which you didn't know about. It's about the love and the appreciation. And it's those higher vibrating thought forms that attract magnetically back to us to bring us what we asked for. That is so amazing to really go through the thoughts, to access the energy through someone's thoughts and through their mind, and then to to change it and to swap it so they're they're actually accessing what they want, right? The manifestation is exactly what they want instead of being, you know, maybe scrambled or changed by something that they don't really know that's there that's holding them back, right? And and I'm curious on how does this like like is there um like, how are you doing this? Is there, is there crystals? Is there, um, meditation? Like what's the actual technique? You're exactly right in how it works. And what I do as I'm, um, with that mind whispering is I've studied meditation, brainwave patterns. I lived in an ashram for a year studying with masters. And what I do is I go into a deep meditation that triggers a theta gamma brainwave at times when I've measured myself and I enter the other person's space. And by being in their energy and being in their paradigm, we can see what's going on. And then just by the mere asking for that vibration frequency to change, it will shift and change. Oftentimes I'm using the energy of 528 Hertz, which is the the love, unconditional love, healing, miracle frequency. And when that goes in and the person receives it and we shift and change that, that pattern of behavior changes. So it's a completely energetic process that we use. Now, the client doesn't have to do anything, but they will go into a light theta brainwave when we go through the process because we're sharing an energetic space. Wow, that is so amazing. And and uh, I'm curious on, you know, we're talking about frequencies, 528, 432, all of the above, right? And yeah. and specifically, you know, 528. But I'm curious on, is there sacred geometry in this for you in any way? Or does that resonate with your practice at all? Sometimes, because I go into a pure state of beingness. So it's just a pure form. All I do is I feel whatever the frequencies are going through and that they go through the other person to make the change. What happens after that, and often I don't know anything outside of what is being felt, I will have in a visual or um, other feeling sensations so I know what changes took place. And sometimes sacred geometry does come up. Sometimes, um, I know the name of our show here is Sacred Ancestry. Sometimes ancestors come in. Sometimes you see changes in the DNA. There's a whole study of epigenetics that talks about how some of these things get passed down. So at various times, I'm shown after kind of like a witness of what those were, where did it come from, and all the other information that would go along with it. Other times, I don't receive anything. It's just changed and we move on. 
Wow, that's so amazing. And and so most healers have a hero's journey or something happened in their life. And I'm curious on like, what was your journey that um, brought you here to be healing people like this? Well, I originally had a career as a financial advisor and managing principal for a national investment firm. And I was working with people because I wanted to help them with their finances. I grew up in middle-class America and it was all about making the world a better place and, and really helping people get ahead in life. And after about 10 years, I realized that my clients weren't necessarily any better off than when we started 10 years before, because there was all of these outside circumstances that took place. Um, the stock market, mutual fund manager picks, all of those things that were really beyond our control. So I knew something was different. What was happening for me personally in my life was that my health started to break down and I wasn't able to digest food. So I wasn't able to digest certain things in my life. As a result of that, my relationship, my marriage ended after 14 years. And then I became financially devastated with being a single parent, having children and filing bankruptcy. So I went through all of those. And those are the three categories that clients always want to know more about is health, wealth, and relationships, because that's what we all want. And throughout that process, I moved to an ashram. I started studying meditation in different ways going, the common factor is me, so what needs to happen? And discovered that we need to create a life of happiness, prosperity, and love, because energetically, that's what clients ask for. And really started studying and looking at different processes. I was certified in several different healing modalities, different healing methods through that. And um, after about 11 years of doing this professionally with clients, I've been bringing together the financial world and who we are as divine beings because there's a direct correlation. And I started discovering how we feel about ourselves on the inside is how we feel about the outside world. So if you want an increase in prosperity, then we need to look and see what's on the inside because we live in that vibrational universe. And that vibrational universe is only reading our energy vibrations and responding. It doesn't understand if you're talking about your finances or if you're talking about your relationship. And the correlation I discovered with the financial world is the words we use to describe our money system, our money supply are the same words that my clients used that they wanted to feel on a soul level. Meaning that clients wanted to know how to feel worthy, that they were valued, that they were appreciated, that they were secure. And those are the same words in the investment world. How much is your portfolio? Um, how much did your assets appreciate? What is your net worth? And the universe didn't know the difference. So how you felt about one area is how you felt about the other areas. So when we make that shift and change on the inside, it affects all of those areas, your health, your wealth, your relationships, to bring you in that life of happiness, prosperity, and love, because everything in this world is vibration. That's what Albert Einstein said, and everything is vibration, and I, I firmly believe that. Absolutely. And, and exactly what you're talking about. I love this because it's uh, so important. You know, for, for me, I work with a lot of firefighters and wildland firefighters specifically and helping them reach peak performance and leadership and all that stuff is so, um, you know, 
working on yourself first, finding that like, um, you know, feeling right with self, everything, you know, becoming in balance internally before we start working on external things in life. And it's, it's so true. Exactly. The way you're describing this to me as well is, is the vibration. And, and I'm curious, um, I'm sure you're, you're pretty familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. And I'm curious in this, this ashram setting, was there, was there a moment in meditation where something clicked, something changed, your health changed? Was there like a moment for you in meditation? There was, and not just one moment, but many moments because it gets added on in different layers. One of the first moments was when I was at the ashram. Um, I was living above the temple and I could hear some of the different activities going down below. I didn't always get to participate because my children were with me. And I would just remember having these incredibly blissful moments. And it really started setting the pathway and training my own body energetically of what frequencies do we really need to hold for these to come? And then over time with practice, you know, you would start off with an alpha brainwave and you go into a theta brainwave. And then this last year, I had a couple of students with different devices to measure brainwave patterns. I used a couple of different ones. And that was when I discovered I was going into a, a theta brainwave. And then if I sat there, even just for an extra 10 or 15 seconds, I was starting to trigger into a gamma brainwave. And we use these different brainwave patterns, like you mentioned with Joe Dispenza, because it's measurable. We can see what's going on. We can record that and we can find those energetic spots. So we know how to enter space, how to witness the healing, how to make the, the changes in the body in all of those different ways. Did I have one specific profound moment? Not a whole lot as I had all of these little tiny moments that added up to just one. So one of my moments that I had recently was uh, the beginning of October because I work then my process on myself the same way that I share it with others was I just had made the decision that I was done with mediocrity, mediocrity with myself and that I need to share this more out in the world. And that was the beginning of October. And somehow this little button over on the side got pushed. And now the book is being published um, that I have coming out. A program is coming out with it. And I'm here sharing with the world because I really have a heart-centered philosophy and I want to have the world a better place for everybody. So it's those types of moments where everything just happens, shifts and changes 180 degrees that I have. Oh. That's so beautiful. And, and I love how it was a string of moments that added up to this uh, major difference in your life. And and I really want to talk about the book, but I, first I want to ask you, um, when you're working with clients and do you see the energy? Do you see like the subconscious beliefs? Is there um, in their energy field? Like, is there um, like, is there any texture or color to like the things that are moving in the energy field when you are working with clients? Yes, but each client is a little different. We have four major energy centers that we get spiritual gifts from. The heart is clairsentient, clairfeeling. The throat goes with clairaudience, the clairhearing, clairvoyance, which is the third eye, which is clear seeing, and then claircognizance, which is your crown, which is clear knowing. 
And based on how the client perceives their energy world, their energy field, my verbiage and how I see, feel, hear, know shifts and changes to what theirs is because we can communicate that way. So for some clients, I might just know instantaneously what that is. For other clients, I hear and I'll say, well, what I hear for you is, and if they see, well, the vision I have or what I'm seeing is. And so it really depends on the client. Sometimes there's a mix because we all have strengths in different categories. So I might use a couple of them interchangeably, but you can physically read in the person's energy field, whether they're in your space or you're across the world from them because you can tap into it energetically and you can do the complete reading and know all the different components that are going on in the energy field. But it doesn't just stop with the energy field because if they come for health, they want to know how to change something health-wise in front of them or inside of them. And so it's also reading the inside part of the body to see how the organs are functioning because they also emit a vibrational frequency. And through that frequency, theirs, you can read what's going on if you know what you're looking for. So it's kind of all encompassing. It works physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally with all of it. So it's a kind of a full package. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, and do you have um, helpers or guides um, other spiritual presences or parts of yourself or any way you describe it? Is there, is there help that is um, with you when you're with clients? What I do is I go up to the purest form of energy before it becomes anything else in the world and before it creates into anything else, because that's going to give me the highest viewpoint. And then from there, I will be shown if they had a guide or if there was an ancestor, if there was an angel, um, maybe there might be a law. Physics laws come in often <laughs> um, to share what's really happening. Um, and I can receive guidance that way. But it's not an all the time thing because it really relates back to the person and their personal needs because I'm reading their energy, their their record of them. So the information that comes through is specific for them and it's in their energy field. So you can pick that up and read it. It's kind of like, um, you know, reading the words to a song, you hear the music, but then the words come through and you can read it and you can understand what that is. So for me, I just trust that whatever I need to know for that client, at the time that we are working together, it will be made known and I can share that message with them. Oh, that's so beautiful. So amazing. And, and how, how do you, um, is there a protection or anything that you use so you're not bringing back these energies or energy from negative emotions or, or subconscious beliefs back to you? Is, is there anything like that in your process? Well, by going to the purest form of energy possible, which is a, a divine essence of love energy, you are already protected in that energy because you're in a love frequency. Fear doesn't exist in love. And all of the other energies still have opinion. They still have a thought pattern or an essence with them. And they may not always be in that purest form of love. So essentially I'm going to a place that I call creator because that's what created all of us. And in that, I'm already divinely protected. And at the end of a session, often 
if I still feel connected to their energy, I will just do my own energy break. Oftentimes I wash my hands, I drink some water, I clear my energy field. If I stay connected with a thought form with them, most of the time when we're done, we're done. I move on and I'm on to the next set of tasks and it doesn't come up again until we do the next session with the client. So by knowing where to go in the process and by going to that creator energy, all of those divine protections are already there because you're in the highest possible form of love energetically. Absolutely. I love that. I, I love the way you're describing all this. And um, I have felt similar things when I'm working with clients. And it's it's so amazing just to hear um, the way you do it and, and your process because it's um, it's really beautiful and powerful. And and uh, so tell me more about the, the book that's coming out. And I, and I think earlier you mentioned Becoming Financially Fit um, and how you're merging kind of the spirituality, healing and, and financial fitness. Yes. Um, Previously, as I had mentioned, I had been in the financial world. And this last year, after working with my clients, I was guided to put together this book called Become Financially Fit. And it's really about a way to create a life of happiness, prosperity, and love. But one of the major things that clients always talk about is that they want more really more abundance, more prosperity, more income, more money. But they don't realize all of those energies that we send out that's preventing those things from coming. But abundance is all things. Prosperity is all things, not just money. And wealth is also all things because you can be, you know, wealthy in love. You can be rich in spirit. So the words cross over. And so what I'm doing is I am bridging together all the things I wish I would have known in the financial planning world and working with clients, understanding how they felt with their investments, with their goals, to see what their frequencies were that might need to be changed so that they could get ahead in life and that we could have this. But what and who we are on the inside creates our outside world. And as a result, a lot of times we use money in the outside world to replace who we are on the inside is our divine essence. And we believe it brings happiness. We can do all this stuff with it. It'll have freedom. And that's not true because it's outside of you. And last time I checked inside of a person, I mean, there's like tissue and muscle and bones and organs. And I, I don't see money as we see it in the outside world inside of people. But we, we change out our essence for that frequency. And when we change it back to the divine essence, then all of the things in the money world come and you can really live that life of happiness, prosperity, and love. Oh, that's so amazing. I, I love that. And and I'm curious on how you see this about uh, money being really just energy exchanges of, you know, we're, we're providing services or products and, and in return, we're receiving money, right? And mm-hmm. in the business world or like, how do you help your clients be open to receiving and giving energy in the form of money? Well, money can be really forms of all things because even though back in the day, we may not have had the same type of money system that we do today, we still had other money systems. There was bartering, my cow for your pig. That's an energy exchange and that's what money is. 
gold and silver, copper. We used metals for an exchange. We used crystals for an exchange. And now we have the substance that we call money. So it's just a different form of exchange. Digital currency is a different form of money exchange. And so working with clients, there's a giving and a receiving component. But when you align up with who you are vibrationally on the inside as your divine essence, everything in the outside world will start to shift and change because it's fluid. It's always changing. And when that alignment on the inside of who you are aligns with your actions to produce a result in the outside world, instant creation, instant manifesting is the result. Uh, it's so beautiful. And, and I, I'm curious for you, like how um, do you work with quantum mechanics or does this help relate? Because to me, the way I see this is that we're, we're aligning with, with creator, aligning with divine source, and we're getting into that love frequency. And really at that point, we can choose our reality. We can start creating our reality and actively participating. And I think that's kind of the next level of quantum mechanics where spirituality and science really are starting to collide right now. Right? Absolutely. And this last year, Every so often, I go on my own personal spiritual healing retreat for three, four, five, six days, just so I have some time to write, understand. And this last year, what came for me when I went on my little retreat journey for me was I was understanding how Newton's laws of motion, even though they're physical laws, worked in the spiritual world. And the third law of motion is once it's in motion, It's always an emotion, but to change the motion pattern, it has to be met with an equal and opposite reaction. So working with clients, if there is an energy of um, frustration, you have to meet that frustration with the equal and opposite reaction that's greater than the frustration to shift and change it. On health, I had a client who had kidney stones. His wife had him get on the phone with me. I had met him once or twice. And in looking at the kidney stones, I knew that he had a a doctor's appointment the week after to do a sonar wave procedure, which they send these frequencies through you to dissolve and to break up the kidney stones to have them release. Well, I used the process that I used. We met it with an equal and opposite reaction, sent it through him vibrationally. And 20 hours later, those two kidney stones were released and they sent me photos. Um, So it's using physics, quantum physics, quantum mechanics, all of those things, even though they're a physical law, there's still a spiritual component to it. And if you understand how that works, you can send that because you under have the basis, the foundation understanding, and then that also adds to making that change for that person. Wow, that's so incredible. You know, just to have that physical reaction, that physical release of kidney stones, you know, it's it's so powerful to help someone change their life. And there's there's a lot of other aspects to that, but to have the physical proof right there mm-hmm. that uh something changed inside their body from just thoughts. It's, it's, uh, you know, the mind body energy connection is so much more powerful than, 
then I think modern science or a lot of people will agree with or think about is that the mind-body energy connection is uh, potentially our biggest gift as humanity. And I'm curious on like, how do you see this going into the future for yourself? I mean, what's coming up for you? Um, you know, you, you mentioned a book and a program, but like, what's, what's kind of the bigger picture for yourself or even for humanity with this sort of technology? Well, I, when I first started putting this together before I was shown to put the book together, I was shown, and this is before our environment changed this last year, a really large, um, stage presence where you were sharing the stage with another person. So you could have a divine masculine and a divine feminine viewpoint of how to shift and change this for the world. And then that kind of backed up and it was all right, well, now I get to create a stage presence and I got to do this for me. And then it's like, nope, you're going to write a book first and then you're going to write the program first. And so for me right now, it's getting out, sharing the message, showing people how to do this and helping and assisting, mentoring, coaching along the way, because if I can do this, so can you. And you can probably even do it faster, quicker, <laughs> because I had to go through the whole learning process and you're just getting here's how it really works. And then as we do this as a society and as groups of people, we can start making that shift and change, not only with ourselves, but energetically, because we share our energy fields with other people and we leave an essence everywhere we go, we can start leaving higher vibrating energy where we're at, which will start shifting and changing the world. And on a global scale, the earth in itself will help shift and change. So things such as um, environmental pollutions will shift and change, animals, everything. And it's going to start taking us and bringing us back to more of a um, blissful, utopian type place so that we're living in harmony with everything that we want to do. So I can see side effects of this. I can see different changes as we get this out and share it with other people and having it more widespread on a global scale, but it starts individually with each person themselves. Yeah. It's so interesting that you uh, mentioned, you know, the self work because I, this process is, um, you know, something similar um, that I do with myself all the time is like clearing energy or moving energy or noticing a thought and then the feeling and shifting and reframing and, and, and moving those things. And I think teaching somebody to do this by themselves is so powerful because it could just change their life almost instantly. Like you're saying, I mean, it's really, uh, could be a day or two or one session with you, right? I mean, it's totally life-changing this work of changing our frequencies from our thoughts, feelings to actual energy field changes, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right on track with that whole process. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And, and uh, the the energy f field and the healing, like, was that something that was taught to you in the ashram that you were in? Or is this something that came to you from spirit or from creator? It's been a mix. It started when I was first at the ashram because we would go through different yogic exercises and then we would sit down and we would do meditation and and then we would just have different experiences in what I was learning in the ashram was how to have no thought. 
And it's a type of transcendental meditation because in the energy of no thought, what you're doing is you're unconditioning the mind. And I didn't understand that piece when I was at the ashram and I'm sitting here going, thank you for the thought, you know, because we have thoughts and it took a lot of practice. But since then I've learned there's different types of meditation for different types of things that we're doing. One that uses an alpha brainwave is called a dynamic meditation where we sit down and visualize and create the experiences we want to attract to ourselves. And then we check and see what energies there are and what frequencies and if anything needs to change there. The theta brainwave helps you access that transcendental meditation where we do go into that energy of no thought. And, And like I said, you're just sitting there in this being frequency, which really trains you how to watch and feel the energy shifts without any preconceived idea or notion of what is going to happen. So I don't know until I'm doing it as it happens. I don't have an idea or a thought of what should be the outcome because that energy is going to create whatever is best for that person. And then um, using those two things, I've studied some yoga healing over the last couple of years, and I do specific meditations for myself to help uncondition the mind because every time we learn we um watching tv media movies radio all of that it's putting in frequencies and the subconscious is recording 24 7 and then you can start creating energy patterns from some of those things and In unconditioning the mind, you're taking out other people's thought forms or beliefs or things you may have absorbed so you can be that pure witness. Oh, I love that. It's so, it's just like this process of unlearning everything that we were taught by, you know, family, society, relationship, things that happen in our lives, these events that, you know, we took so literal subconsciously. And then we're, you know, what it sounds like is, is releasing those things and changing or, um, understanding that maybe that wasn't your belief, maybe that wasn't your thought, and and changing those and really releasing and bringing about a transformation on really all four bodies, like you're talking about the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies, and bringing in whatever we want at that point and being a creator. Absolutely, because you get to co-create your reality every single time and it comes from the inside of who you are because the outside world will shift and change to your vibrational frequency to give you a simple example if you were to leave your house and go to the grocery store and everybody was frustrated in the grocery store and upset you would know but if everyone was happy and joyful in the grocery store you would know because you're reading their vibrational frequency that's coming out of their subconscious So it's the same way as going to an office meeting. You know if your office meeting is going to be happy and joyful, or maybe we didn't make ourselves numbers and um, we're going to get into some other energies where we get corrected on what we need to do to perform. We know that intuitively before we get there. And rather than taking on the energy of the room or the place that you're going to, if you have that strong presence on the inside and that frequency shifts and changes outwardly, the people around you will feel that energy and they will shift and change to the, and match your energy if you don't lower it. 
So you can be at the checkout counter and the clerk is having a very bad day and kind of disgruntled. But if you're sending that frequency out and you're kind and you smile and you're polite, they're going to start smiling. They're going to feel uplifted. And the next four, five, six, seven people after are going to have the happy clerk instead of the not so happy clerk. And we do this all the time as people. A lot of it is very natural. And it's when you're doing it in a conscious state of being, that energy really magnifies. Wow. I love that. Being a conscious, conscious of doing this. And, you know, I've, I've read studies about the, you know, heart cells from different people in the same Petri dish and whoever has like the highest vibration of heart, of emotions, whoever's the happiest, the, the actual heart cell beat will start to, um, adapt and change to the one cell in the petri dish that is the most active that is the happiest that has the best emotions and it's it's so i mean what is the actual heart i mean i think modern science is 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 not really sure yet we have the heart math institute right but there's mm -hmm. you know we look at the ancient yoga um teachings and the heart center really is um, the foundation of our energy of our emotion or our you know energy in motion, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the strongest form will, will shift and change all the other cells around it. It's the same um, experiment that they did. They would take um, two cells from a liver and they would put them in two different dishes in two different parts of the world. And when they do one thing to one cell on one side, the other cell responds with that matching frequency because we are all connected by this essence. It's part of our spiritual essence. It's our energy. It's this vibration. It's, you know, that creator part that created you. Yeah, so beautiful. So do you have any tips or techniques or, or something that people could do by themselves um, that you can tell them right now on the podcast? Something really, really simple that you can look at and to see is when you're feeling in a low energy vibration or a low feeling like anger, frustration, anxiety, depression, stop yourself, take a moment and breathe and ask yourself, what is the opposite energy that you would rather have and then ask yourself why you're not in that opposite frequency because in every moment every frequency exists you're just focused on depression or anxiety instead of happiness or love and then see what you need for you to shift to change it to that higher frequency so that's a real simple version of what is going to be in the Become Financially Fit book, where it takes you through step-by-step step how to do this for you. Wow, that's that's so beautiful. And when is this book going to come out? It is scheduled for the last half of January, the first week of February, pending some publishing deadlines, but that's the target date. Wow, that's going to be so important because I think there's... Um you know, like you said earlier, our environment has shifted. And, and to me, I've been talking about this a lot on the show, but I, I feel like there's like this, um, this energy uh, worldwide of like a shamanic rebirth, you know, like a death is happening this year um, energetically in such a good way, even though it's hard to watch, but the, the energy is going to be shifted so much that I think January, February, that book is going to be so powerful for the world. I, I hope so. I hope a lot of people... <laughs> like it, enjoy it, read it, use it. 
um, because that's why we're putting it together to share it with people because it's not a secret. There are no secrets to the, to this part of the universe. And in the sharing of that information, you know, we really can come together and do what we're meant to do here on a soul level. Yeah, absolutely. And is there anything else that we haven't talked about that uh, maybe a question I missed or something that you want to um, talk to the audience about? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to say if I had to share a message, it would be for you to know and understand that on all levels, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that you are worthy, that you are important, that you are valued, that you are appreciated, that you matter, and that being here, being worthy because of your essence is enough. Absolutely. Such an amazing message. And and I'm curious on your, on your, your, um, you know, coming from the ashrams and, and, um, looking at life as maybe a training ground for the spiritual realm. Do they teach that or talk about that in, in your experiences over there? Essential oils will change your life. Send an email to mountainmindtricks at gmail.com to get your essential oils kit. Imagine if you could detox from the fire season with a drop of lemon in your water. What if you could relax those sore muscles from your huge workouts with a simple oil blend? Drop a line to mountainmindtricks at gmail.com and let's talk natural wellness. Essential oils can uplift your mood, affect you at the cellular level, and boost your immune system. So drop a line to mountainmindtricks at gmail.com and let's talk natural wellness. You know, to a degree they do. It's really set on Hindu philosophy and Eastern religion in an ashram setting. And they do share some of those things, but it's really going back to the basics of life, the basics of creation, keeping everything really, really simple in that. And what was the last part of your um, really that, you know, our time on earth may yeah. be a, a training ground for something higher for the next frequency for the spiritual realm, potentially. Yeah. Okay. And I believe that, that we create energetically and spiritually first to decide and understand if we want to bring it into physical form here, because our energy and our spirit is formless and we live in a physical world where there's form. So even in the power of dreams, we're creating energetically, astrally, and then we have the decision, do we want to take those things from our dreams and bring it into physical form here? So we get to experience our spiritual life in physical form here, which yes, is part of that training ground because we learn, we learn through virtues, we learn through vices. And when we do that, when we go back spiritually, we have a whole nother set of experiences of how this works in the in the form world oh i love that and it's so important to have that spiritual connection in life uh so important to have that energy um you know idea that we can change our energy our thoughts our feelings that that really is the base of our reality and creation and and i i love everything that you're doing and uh, wow thank you for being here and thank you for the work that you're doing and 
I cannot wait to read this book that you're writing because I'm going to buy it. It sounds incredible. And uh, where can people find you? How can they connect with you? And um, what are your links? You know, the easiest way to connect with me is one of the ways is through my website, DonnaCampbell.com. That's Donna, D-A-W-N-A, Campbell.com. And if you were to look on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, it will have my exact same name with it. So you can find me across all of those social media platforms that way as well. And I'm pretty responsive. So if you send a message or you ask a question, we I respond right back. Perfect. So beautiful for this interview. Thank you so much. And, and, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I just, I'm resonating with you, um, exactly what you're talking about. And, and for everybody listening, please reach out to Donna because I know she has the tools to, um, help you gain, uh, access to your sacred ancestry and to become one with creator again, to have that, um, that sense of knowing that feeling, that seeing of who you really are. That is sacred ancestry. Thank you so much for the interview and we will talk to you on the next one. All right. And thank you for this amazing forum that you provide for everybody to get the messages out there. You're you're truly amazing. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Everybody listening, I just want you to go out there and find your sacred ancestry.